Let's go on yeah, a trip. Let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad. What was the question again? <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life. That's right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are. <laughs> so strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff, pour yourself a small bevy, and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> It's always fun delving into Suddenly Senior, particularly when we have a guest we know almost intimately. Ooh. He's a man we've worked with over the years, off and on. I don't remember that. He likes to interrupt while you're introducing him Sorry. at the same time. Uh, he's a man of many moots, uh, musician, moots. broadcaster, <laughs> author, all-round nice guy, and not a bad chef. Don't interrupt this bit, okay? okay. His name's? James Valentine, and he joins us right now. How are you, James? I'm sorry, and you are? Uh, Ian. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, now, now I remember. Angela Caterns. Angela Caterns. Hello, this is going to be an unwieldy one, I can tell. <laughs> It'll be like my dinner with entree, the coffee. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Did you ever see that movie, My Dinner with Entree? You yes. said My Dinner with Entree. No. <laughs> James, at the age of 60, mm. took on one of the most coveted and, let's face it, exhausting yes. jobs in radio. He hosts The Breakfast Show on ABC in Sydney. Um, and you've been doing it for nearly a year now. Do you mm. think you've aged more in the last few months than you have <laughs> ever previously? See, it's funny when you say, you know, at the age of 60, took it on. Like, Bob Rogers was just getting started. At you know, Lawsy, Lawsy <laughs> couldn't wait to, you know, Lawsy was starting even earlier by this stage. So, come on, it's, it's nothing to be doing this at 60. I reckon, see, I reckon... It'll be harder for you when you were doing it because you were younger. Oh, so See, not that much younger. It's one of those things when I reckon a bit older, it's actually turned out being quite good for me. Because you're getting up early anyway. Oh, who sleeps? You yeah. Know, yeah. I'm, I'm, and you go to bed really early? This, I get up at my third visit to the toilet and just go on. <laughs> just, just go, continue just on. Just go on to work, you yeah. know, like just, just go straight through, you know. But I haven't got to say, like all of that sort of worry stuff that you have between 40 and 60, kids and that sort of thing. Mm. Eh, you know, the kids grown up, that's fine. So mm. I've got kind of the day to myself pretty much. I can nap whenever I need to, and isn't that? <laughs> oh, you know, like, yeah. so I, I think it's actually a bit easier. Well, it's interesting. I mean, because thinking about when I did breakfast, which is I was in my 20s and 30s, it was exhausting. I hated it. It was real shift work. Yeah. But I think talking about it like that, yeah, you have got the rest of the day. You've done the hard yards family-wise. Yeah, and see, 20 to 30, you want to go out. Mm. I don't want to go out. I don't need to go out. There's, <laughs> there's another series. That's right. What's on telly? I bought this lovely piece of meat we're going to cook tonight. a lovely piece of meat and then I've got Silent Witness Series 22. What else do I need, eh? You know. <laughs> and so, uh, James, performance, I think, is always, it's fair to say, has always been an important part of your career. Do you fear becoming irrelevant as you age? Hmm. Was I ever relevant is what I started thinking about. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. In fact, I, I think you because I, I think you've got to keep growing into your audience and growing with your audience. So you know, like I I did pop music uh, when I was in my early twenties, you know, and then I did children's television. I done it for two or three years. I'm hosting the cartoons, and I reckon at some point I, I sort of went, "Wow, kids, that's rad!" And then I just went, "Oh no, I, oh. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> that was awful." Like I just oh, yeah. I immediately heard, "That's it, bang, done. Get off the children's television." So the same thing. I feel like I've tended to then find what's the next thing. You know, look. Were you, you looking for a challenge? Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. need I needed a fresh challenge. That's why I went to breakfast because I needed a fresh challenge. I'd done afternoons on Long on time. T- on two BL. I'd done it. I just I couldn't think of another wacky thing to do in mm. afternoons, so I needed a fresh challenge of breakfast. And so that's been really great. Like it's taken me a good six months to sort of feel like oh I can get the training wheels off now. And now I kind of understand it. Now I understand the rhythm of it. Mm. But now I'm feeling a bit more like oh okay I've got it. I see the tempo. I see what it is. I feel like to musicians I'd say things like it's like I've it's like I've joined a Latin band and the rest <laughs> of the band. And it's going, no, not really. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> so, so you're in the Buena Vista Social Club. I mean, it's like I've joined the Buena Vista Social Club and, and, and my maracas are just a little bit off. So, James, you've spoken to a lot of the over 50s, not just, you know, on the radio show, but on a podcast that you record for Australian seniors called Life's Booming. Do you enjoy talking to people about this topic? Do you think we should do it more? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I, I suppose I think we talk about it a lot, but we only talk about it in, in a derogatory sort of way. So there's some problem here, as though it's all negative, as though oh, you know, that's now you're old, so you have to do old things or something like that. Nice beige jacket, you know, like uh, <laughs> sensible re- shoes. You're going to retire. You'll need the sensible shoes. I'm sure you're taking up gardening now, you know. So it's this, or golfing. I heard or you golfing. About you know, like mm. yeah, somebody said that this morning. So oh, we could check whether there's uh, retirees have increased just to see if golf club membership's gone up. Yeah, I wanted to pick up a golf club at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's sort of – so we, we assume it's all happening in the same way and it's this funny sort of thing where we're now sort of 60 but we regard 60-year-olds as like our grandmother who was 80. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like there's mm. this sort of you age people into this sort of as though everybody suddenly becomes a bit stooped, a bit grey and starts knitting. Yeah, so one of our previous guests, um, Dr Anne Ring, spoke about how, well, you're ageing as a baby, everybody is mm. aging, but somehow or other, uh, you know, the the sort of older end, the senior end, gets mm. gets really a bad rap. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of always a bad rap, and you tend to only talk when you do it in media. It's always like it's a health problem, it's a financial problem, it's your, you know, you're basically you're done kind of problem, mm. you know, rather than you know, I think life's booming and what you're doing here. We're all trying to do the same thing. Let's just talk to people. It so happens that they're sixty, seventy, eighty. Let's get the benefit of that experience. Let's get a bit of elder action going on, you know. I like finding out how much fun they're having mm. uh, because, remarkably enough, they are having a lot of fun and it's not too hard to actually put it together. Yeah. We? Well, you're having fun. <laughs> no, are you? Yes, I'm well, having so fun. So what do you mean they? Well, yeah. well exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You're exactly, right. you, old you've, man. You've picked me up perfectly. <laughs> Thank you, kids. I just realised what I'm sitting in, what sort of a room I'm sitting in, with yeah. who I'm sitting. Uh, Two of the biggest sharks I know. It's fantastic to have you here. I'm sorry, with whom am I sitting? That's with what? <laughs> I guess that's really what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it can be a hell of a lot of fun. I, and I suspect yeah. a lot of these people who are getting older, such as myself, yep. are having a lot of fun. Well, I, yeah, I feel like I'm having a normal Mm. Amount of fun. Um, I can feel it in my relationship, you know, with my wife Joanne. We've been together 35 years or something like that. You know, it, there's a sort of ease. I think you, you reach a sort of acceptance of everything. Another thing we've spoken about a bit is the prospect of dementia. Does that scare you? Terrified of that one. Um, don't like the general physical decline. Uh, I've got a bit of that at the moment. It's been annoying. Go on. This is the place to air your ailments. Yeah, well, see, see I've got an answer. Exactly. Like the older people when I was young say, oh, never start the conversation with the organ recital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is you go through, yeah, the heart's a bit this. Uh-huh, oh, I've yeah. got to have the kidneys looked at all this sort of stuff. Uh, I've got an arthritic ankle, which is, you know, proving a real bane in my life. I'm limping all the time now. Mm. You know, it looks like I can't play tennis again, all this sort of stuff. So that's 
irritating and you know that sort of thing but yeah the mental thing it worries me enormously uh there's no nothing in the family so you know that's good um there's nothing in the family have i said that already? <laughs> so if memory how's your memory yeah memory's pretty good Not that sort bad. of thing it was never that good anyway but then again working as you are which is quite a unique thing yeah. um, for somebody to take on such a full-powered job at your age, mm. is that keeping you focused? That's keeping you sharp? Well, I think so, you know, and that's what, that's what everybody says, you know, mm. do stuff and it'll, it'll keep you sharp. I worry about – well, I, I worry about all these things because people say that stuff, but it happens anyway, you know, yeah. like it's, it's just stuff that happens to you. It's like – I mean, the reason the physical stuff, particularly sort of, you know, um, uh, you know the ankle and this sort of stuff annoys me is because I was always fit. I exercised a lot. I ran, you know, I cycled a lot, I swam, you know, like I – I kept myself fit. Hasn't mattered. Squat. Ankle's gone. You know, like you still get tennis elbowy things. It's like, oh man, come on! I put in the hours. It's uh, it's very annoying. You deserve so it. I, yeah, I, I shouldn't be shouldn't be going with this, but you know, it's that's what I mean. I think a lot of this stuff it's going to happen to you. Mm. I, I've often wondered about uh, musicians, particularly uh, because you, you you span a number of different uh, disciplines, but musicians, I think, is it must be a great thing. As you're getting older, you've got that thing to fall back on that is really quite an intrinsic art, isn't mm. it? It's, yeah, it's yeah. a feel thing. It's yeah. not anything well, else. Well, it's also a nice thing that you, you observe of musicians that they often um, they often get better or they become different players as, as they age. Um, they often stay – certainly they stay just as good, but then there's a, a kind of richness that can come in. There's plenty of classical and jazz players that are playing into their 70s, 80s, 90s and still sound fabulous. They also find other ways to play. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want us to all start crying. But did we watch Joni Mitchell at Newport? Oh God, yes. I mean, oh my we lord! But, like, but, but what was that thing about people criticizing the woman? I forget her name. Behind Belinda her, Carla. Oh, the woman behind ugly her, crying. <laughs> yeah, ugly crying. Ugly I think crying. That was just stupid. Winona Judd. Winona, was it? Winona, Winona Judd. Judd sisters. How can you cry? Yeah, exactly. Beautifully, I, I was anyway. crying as soon as it started. Know you know, as soon as yeah. she started playing, I was crying because, like, what she managed to achieve is. It was so musical, yet she's only got a range of a fifth. You know, mm-hmm. like she's she got this narrow range that she can sing in now. Yes. But it was so musical and she found it. Like on both sides now, first verse was a bit wobbly. Second verse, magnificent. Mm. You know, like nailed And drawing it. you in too, and wasn't it? And drawing you yeah. in. And, and then, then she goes out and has a cigarette. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, then she stood up and played guitar. You know, this whole story that she's retaught herself guitar. After her aneurysm, mm. she couldn't remember even that she played guitar just wow. about. She watched videos of herself wow. to relearn how to play. In and that special Joni Key? In the special Joni Key and with the Joni tunings and all this sort of stuff. And as lots of other musicians have said, Joni would tune her guitar however she felt like on any one day and even she usually couldn't remember how she tuned it. <laughs> wow. You know? yeah. So the fact that she then stood up and did a rocking electric guitar solo was like, oh, man, mm. unbelievable. So, yes, you do hope that those things will stay with you, just as, I guess, if you're a writer or you're a gardener. You know, yeah. you hope that you, these skills will increase and, and, and be there for you as you go on. Uh, one of the great things, I think, is you've got a knowledge and a background and an experience at our age that gives you comfort. It gives you almost a superpower because <laughs> I often watch my kids who are now in their mid-20s, uh, you know, getting caught up in things that are really so irrelevant. Yeah. 
And I've, I've sort of waltzed through there going, oh, you'll be right in about five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what you describe as the superpower sort of? I think it is. Uh, the insouciance <laughs> is the uh, $10 word for it. Sort of, I don't worry so much. I, I'm no. not going to worry about this, that or the other. It'll, it'll take care of itself. I'm not as, uh, you're not as concerned about the, uh, the current tide of events. You're sort of looking at things on a bigger cycle, um, any individual stuff. You're not, mm. as, you're not as panicked about So it, do you have that feeling as well? Yeah, I think I think I tend now to. I'm only interested in the bigger cycle. Um, it's almost like you can get up to, you know, an election or a policy announcement or a change in fashion and go, hmm, how interesting. Uh, and it's not that you're doing that sort of thing like uh, back in my day, or I think you'll find in 1527. Uh, like, yeah, it's not that. It's more that you're not as removed from it. You know, like I look at something like like the general wokeness mm. of of the day is a thing where. I'm not opposed to it. It's perfectly fine. I get what you're saying. I've understood it. I don't need to spend that much time on it. Right. It's, it's fine. It's cool. I'm, please, enjoy cool. yourselves. Do it. Be it. You know, be as they as you need to be. I, you'll get no, you'll, I will, you'll, you'll get, get no, no opposition from me. No pushback <laughs> whatsoever. But I've just spent about as long as I feel like spending on it. You, you, you go do it. Change the world. Please be my guest. I'll be off over here with the clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and so... How do you feel about uh, young people or how do they feel about you? Do you find you're a little bit invisible or dissed in any way? Um, yeah, I suppose you, you, you feel a general um, invisibility. Uh, my children treat me quite well. Like that's, that's good. So I don't feel as though I'm being dissed by them. How old are they? Uh, they're 25 and 22. Okay. And that's good if they're that's good. treating you nice well at that age. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Very happy. Very very happy about that. That's that's a wonderful thing. I think the thing I'd notice is so you work. So I work, you know, in a radio station where there's a constant flow of younger staff. You know, people come in at twenty three, twenty four. They're there for a couple of years, and that they're being replaced all the time. They they go and move on. So I've noticed that sort of as you grow, you're so far away from them, and that. They will tend to – it's not that they treat you with disrespect, but you know that they suddenly change their language a bit mm. or they stop talking the vernacular. When they're not in your company anymore. Yeah, or they, 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 they change how they talk or they suddenly start to talk to you. I'm going, that person's talking to me like I'm a headmaster or something. You know, like, what, what, what is <laughs> Or that? they've like, given you a nickname that you've only found out about last like week. Something like that or there's a sort of they, – they, it was like, say, when they're pitching stories or something like that. They mm-hmm. pitch stuff that they think an old person's going to be interested in. Oh. And you go, no, no, just tell me about the world. Tell me what's, in, what's happening in your world. Oh, well, we went to Splendour and we did this or we did the other. Thanks. That's good. Thank you. We might do something on festivals yeah. or yeah. so. Like, mm. tell me what's happening mm. to you. You don't have to sort of go, well, there's a story on superannuation you might be <laughs> interested in, old man. You know, like, it, it's okay. You can talk to me about, you yeah. know, your, your world. Tell me about you going on dating. What's dating now? You know, oh, well, dating. You know, great. Tell me about about that, tell me, mm-hmm. tell me that sort of stuff. So. It's a bit shocking when you find out what they do get up to sometimes. I, I'm not sure what they're doing. <laughs> Neither uh, do I. I have no idea what dating is, is today. It's so confusing. It's so uh, it's it's very very intriguing. And also being in the radio, because we all know this, the radio fathers and gods uh, would be saying to you, "Go for a younger audience if you can, please. Try and be yeah. rad." Yeah, there's a, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a funny in a radio sense, not so much. And I and I wonder whether a bit of that's fading yeah. because 
you know, at our age, there's still there's now plenty of us. You know, like it's there's sixty, seventy, eighty year olds in vast numbers. So why well, are you and not also, talking to them? Young people increasingly do not listen to any radio. They're not listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, the last thing they're doing is listening to the radio. Yeah, so like my, my children have never listened to a radio station in their life. Really? Uh, have they, acc- they not heard you? Unless they accidentally get in the car and I'm there. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they absorb the world so rapidly from so many sources yes. that I don't see some loss here. You know, I think the hardest one is for Triple J, uh, where here's a station that, was, that is primarily about getting young people who no longer see that as the prime source of information, which yeah. they, which yeah, they no, once did. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. That's yeah. why we're all in podcasts. Yeah, well, that's right. Mm. You wouldn't be on Triple J anymore, Ian, can I just... Oh, God, no. So it's a while. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've had such a good time when I was. Although he's a listener, back. aren't you? you listen oh, all yeah, the time. I still listen to Triple J right. and Double J. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Double J is great. Yeah. But that's. I think increasingly you'll see something like ABC Radio Sydney, Double J and other uh, radios, uh, radio, you know, other mm. media outlets also going, you know what, why don't we go for 50 to 80? Why don't we go to 60 yeah. to 90? Why don't we aim at that? Can't, we, we can't leave it all to 2GB. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're also scared over there. Yeah, that's you right. Know. You know. Now, uh, so, James, um, you've got a full tilt gig. What's the next thing you're aiming for? A mm. holiday? Yes, that's right. A nice little rest. <laughs> well, look, honestly, I, I think it was harder when you, you did it, Ange, when you guys did it. I th- I'm not actually finding it enormously stressful mm. the, the breakfast thing it's you know fine. you look fine. relaxed thank you yeah. um, I've just done one this morning yeah. so the next thing I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking forward I want to do this for quite a few years you know I'm not sort of thinking oh I'll be lucky if I get two you know I'd yeah. like to, in general I think of working till about 70 mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. then perhaps I'd like I'd, I would love to be that healthy that that's what you do that you and then you start to tail the, off a bit, the, what know. is it bowls where are you heading the after bowls. 70 I, I'm just yeah I don't know I don't know what that is no I tend to think that I'll probably I'd, I'd probably my in my imagination I'd write more and play more music yeah um but you know that sort of thing rather than necessarily yeah, my, that I've already got my retirement activities. I've always done them. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I was hoping to play more tennis, but uh, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> well, that's right. We talk so to so many people in this podcast series about retiring, and no one really has that cliched no. idea of retirement of at all anymore. No. Of no. stopping work, something that you've loved, that's kept you engaged, and kind of you know, interested for your whole life. Yeah. And then what, play bowls? No, nobody actually says no, that anymore. No. Well, see, my father worked, you know, he ran a service station and then sort of had a little real estate agent and this sort of stuff. Like, he worked, you know, and then when he ran the service station, it was 7 o'clock in the morning till 7 at night. Yeah, you know, seven days a week probably. Five, you know, yeah. it was five days and be open until 1 o'clock on a Saturday, you know, tried to sell cars out the back, you know. Like, yeah. that's work. Like, when he got to 65, he went, that'll do, mate. I'm done, you know. Yeah. And fair and enough. Well, then he then he you know gardened and played bowls and got involved in local charities and you know had a lovely time. Had fun. He had a great life. Yeah. You know, he was he was a much happier man post sixty five than when he was dealing with the stress of running small businesses. Well, and that that's sort of right, thing. I suppose. Now I am blessed that I've managed to you know carve out a life where my daily activity is rewarding and refreshing and yeah. rejuvenating. You know, so yeah. yeah, I don't necessarily want to stop doing it, but I'm I'm not going to. You know, stop anybody else who's who's you know labouring away. And also, you have the adoration of an audience. I like to think so, (laughs) Angela. Certainly, that's palpable to me. (laughs) There's something about the front who just set that car on fire. But anyway, (laughs) but yeah, it is a remarkable thing where you get that constant. Yes, I don't. I don't think of it as. as, I I have no sense of retiring, and neither does Joanne. Really, like she Mm. she loves what she does. 
she she can do it two days a week, three days a week. She can take five clients, you know, fifteen to whatever she wants to do. So both of us tend to think of staying in the city, and both of us tend to think of of working in various ways. Mm. And I am sure, you know, I'm reasonably convinced that hopefully I'll still be viable mm. as a media practitioner for older audiences. I don't I don't need to. You know, I don't need to be suddenly trying to talk to the 40-year-olds. They should have somebody else, you know, when I'm 70 sort of thing. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll be talking to my people. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, what I share with, that's what I'm doing now. That's you know, right. that's why I'm here. That's that's it. It. <laughs> it's us. We're here. James Valentine, what an absolute pleasure having you here. Honoured. Thank on you so suddenly much. Senior. Yeah, it's yeah. been lovely. It has been lovely. Thanks, James. It was great to have James V on. Three breakfast radio presenters in the one room. I know. Do you think? I don't think we cancelled each other out. I hope not. None of us went for a time call either. (laughs) Or a station ID. That was great. Yeah. No, you know the thing I've always found about James? He's a most enthusiastic man. And he runs with ideas and, you know, there's no stopping him. He'll be there till he's 70 or 80 if he wants to. Probably. What, in the same gig? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to him. That was fun. Please like and also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. <laughs> if it's not, That's right. fuck off. Yes. See you next time, Ange. Bye. And I want wine with my meds. <laughs> 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 <laughs>